Good evening, and welcome once again to another episode of the Friday Night Parkdale Special. I'm your host, Joyrider, coming to you live from the Dollhouse in downtown Toronto with my feline co-hosts, Chatty G, Silent Shay, and Floofmaster Toby. And this is episode 89. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house not a creature was stirring, except maybe Chatty G, who is currently staring at me balefully, and who generally is typically yelling about something. That's right. Which is fine. We are who we are, right, G? Still staring at me balefully. I wasn't sure if I'd be feeling well enough to do the show tonight because I managed to actually get my booster shot yesterday. But so far, I'm feeling okay. I'm a bit bruised and more tired than normal, but otherwise I'm fine. I had considered, if I was feeling really wrecked from the shot, playing nothing but Christmas music tonight, since it's Christmas Eve, but I did that last year for episode 40, and while I could just replay episode 40, that's really not my style, and I wasn't in the mood to to do something along the lines of last year. Let's be honest, episode 86 on Yacht Rock opened... (coughs) a can of worms. Me being me, I cannot help but dive down that rabbit hole when it presents itself. Hi! And when I read that the Beach Boys Pet Sounds was a huge part of the inception of concept albums, I had to go right down that rabbit hole, all the way to the center of the earth, if that's where it led me. Last week, we looked at concept albums of the 40s, 50s, and 60s, all of which informed, or were informed by, Pet Sounds. Tonight, We're picking up where we left off at the beginning of the 1970s. G wants to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Let's get it started with The Who's album Tommy, the first track from 1969's Tommy is Overture.
never know him Believe him, miss him with a number of men Don't expect to see him again Many people are familiar with the fact that the Who's album Tommy is a rock opera that tells the story of Tommy Walker. It's also intended to be an allegory of the true self and the illusory self. How we perceive ourselves versus how we present ourselves. From the middle of the Who's album Tommy, this is Pinball Wizard. Just a 
I was just looking at my rack of cassettes, um, trying to remember which one it was that opened with a trance track based on Pinball Wizard, and it was Jeff Alexander's 1997 uh, mix called Educate. It was the B-side that opened up with that track. I don't know who did the remix. I just know that it was that opening guitar riff that permeated the entire track and I remember being just blown away by that. Up next, the last track from The Who's Tommy. This is We're Not Gonna Take It. Welcome to the camp I guess you all know why we're here Forget you better still 
Every time we add new tech to the website, there's always something that needs a little bit of debugging, but hey, glad you were able to join us. I had no idea on reflection that Marvin Gaye's 1971 album, What's Going On, was considered a concept album, but it falls under that umbrella because it is specifically talking about one theme, 
throughout the entire album. And that's really about black liberation issues. We have played, I believe, at least one of the songs from this album before, but not in this context. So, without any further ado, let's listen to the first track from What's Going On, which is the title track. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and here today Picket lines and picket signs Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Right. Oh. Right. 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 Right.
Now it should be noted that the middle track from this album was originally only a minute and 53 seconds long. I think that it was intended to bleed into the next track in much the same way that the Kinks producer said, no, 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 you cannot do that. People won't understand it. Well, apparently they do. They did and they do. There was, however, a radio version that was two minutes and 50 seconds long, which is what we'll be listening to next because, if I may be so bold as to pull out my best Ralph Wiggum, I'm a radio! So, from 1971's What's Going On, this is the radio version of Marvin Gaye's God is Love. track from Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. This is Inner City Blues, Make Me Wanna Holler.
Everybody thinks we're all the mother. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother. Simply calls me where I hell on the mother. Our next song comes from David Bowie and his fifth album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. It's interesting to me that this was his fifth album, and we have touched on this album in the past, I believe, for the roots of glam rock episode. The whole concept of the album is that his alter ego, Ziggy Stardust is an alien who is sent to Earth as a savior, but ends up succumbing to his own ego, to borrow a phrase from Wikipedia. The first track from 1972's The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, this is Five Years. So fine, don't 
wouldn't say I put a lot of credence in numerology. It's interesting that a number of things in David Bowie's life seemed to happen on fives, whether it was where an album placed, such as The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, or whether it happened in 1975. You get what I'm saying? There's a pattern. The big single from The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust was Starman, but the middle track from that album is Lady Stardust, which is what we're going to listen to next.
the last track from the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. This is David Bowie's Rock and Roll Suicide. Time takes a cigarette Puts it in your mouth Pull on your finger, then another finger, then cigarette. The water wall is calling, it lingers, then you forget. Oh, 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 you're a rock and roll suicide. You're too old to lose it, too young to choose it. And the clock waits so patiently on your song You walk past the cafe But you don't eat when you've lived too long Oh no, no, no You're a rock and roll suicide Shit breaks the snarling As you stumble across the road But the day breaks instead, so you hurry home Don't let the sun blast your shadow Don't let the milk float grab your mind They're so natural, religiously unkind Oh no, love, you're not alone You're watching yourself, but you're too
next concept album is by Genesis in its original formation with Peter Gabriel at the helm. And the concept of the album was of a Puerto Rican youth named Ryle from New York City who, to quote from Wikipedia, was suddenly taken on a journey of self-discovery and encounters bizarre incidents and characters along the way. Well, first song from that album is the title track, with Rael actually being The Lamb. This is The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway from 1974. Stop. 
And now from the middle of the album, The Chamber of 32 Doors. Nowhere 
should be noted that this was the last Genesis album featuring Peter Gabriel and he wrote most of the lyrics and a fair bit of the music as well on his own and a fair amount of the content of the album was actually based on dreams that he had while the plot of the album is too detailed for me to explain in a 30-second bumper. It's fair enough to say that while Rael goes through his exploration of the world around him and of himself, he ends up coming to a point where he finds oneness with all the things that are around him, which is very 1974. The last track from Genesis The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. This is the track, It.
Once again, I think it's important to point out that it wasn't just pop or rock albums that were taking on the idea of a concept album and making it their own. While we touched on Marvin Gaye earlier, I think that this next album is sort of an extension of that in that it was actually a way of extending that theme of black issues, black rights, and black opportunities. In talking about the mothership connection, one of the players stated that it was a way to put black people in situations where you wouldn't have necessarily have thought of them being present, such as in outer space. Parliament put out the mothership connection in 1975, and it was one of the albums that later ended up being proclaimed by the Library of Congress as being a culturally important album. And the mothership itself was designed to be a pimp mobile of sorts. And for the years where they were touring this album, that pimp mobile would be on stage as part of the, the props and scenery. The first track from Parliament's Mothership Connection from 1975 is P-Funk Wants to Get 
funked up. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. We will return it to you as soon as you are grooving. A welcome to station W-E-F-U-N-K, better known as We Funk, or deeper still, the Mothership Connection, home of the extraterrestrial brothers, dealers of funky music, P-Funk, Uncut Funk, The Bomb. Coming to you directly from the Mothership, top of the chocolate Milky Way, 500,000 kilowatts of P-Funk power. So kick back, dig, while we do it to you in your eardrums. For me, I'm known as Lollipop Man, alias the long-haired sucker. My motto is... Make my the people. I want my funk gun shut. Yeah, make my funk the people. I want to get funked up. Now this is what I want y'all to do. If you got faults, defects, or shortcomings, you know, like arthritis, rheumatism, or migraines, whatever part of your body it is, I want you to lay it on your radio. Let the vibes flow through. Funk not only moves, it can remove. Dig? The desired effect is what you get when you improve your interplanetary functionship. Sir Lollipop Man, chocolate-coated freaking habit form. Doing it to you in 3D. So groovy that I dig me. Once upon a time called now. Somebody says is there funk after death? I say it's seven up. <laughs> yeah. sunglasses on. That's the law around here. You got to wear your sunglasses so you can feel cool. Gangster lean. <laughs> Y'all should dig my sunroof top. Well, all right. Hey, I was digging on y'all funk for a while. Sound like it got a three on it, though, to me. You know, I was down south and I heard some funk with some main ingredients like Doobie Brothers, Blue Magic, David Bowie. It was cool. But can you imagine Doobie in your funk? Ho! W-E-F-U-N-K. We funk. Make my funk the P-Funk. Ho! I want my funk uncut. Oh, make, make my, my funk yeah. the P-Funk. I want to get funked up. Him. I, I want the bomb. I want the P-Funk, P-funk y'all. I want my funk set Make my funk the P-Funk. Home of the it's extraterrestrial brothers. Upon a time call right now. 
funk and that. last track from the album is going to be rather hard to pronounce, but I'm going to do my best because I swear to God, there's got to be at least 30 characters. Hi, G. Hi. I gave them catnip. Everything that follows is my own fault. Super groovalistic, prosit funkstication. 
from the album Mothership Connection. This is Super Groovalistic Prosifunkstication. <laughs>
This is one of those nights where I'm very glad that uh, post is a thing because I misspoke. That is actually the middle track from the album. And it's also worth noting how prevalent that Moog whistle sound is. We touched on that in the second part of the Moog episodes and its effect on West Coast hip-hop in general. The last track from Parliament's 1975 album Mothership Connection, this is Night of the Thumposaurus Peoples. Thank you. 
Sadly, we must leave the funk behind and return to the rock. Up next is, I imagine what most people think of first when they think of a concept album, and that's Pink Floyd's The Wall from 1979. The album wasn't well received at first. It was felt to be pretty self-indulgent, which... To be fair, it is. I mean, the main character, Pink, is really an amalgamation of both Roger Waters and Sid Barrett, and talks a lot about the loss of his father growing up without him and all of the ways in which his life collapsed during the pressures of stardom. That being said, It is still one of the most popular concept albums of all time and probably the best-selling Pink Floyd album of all time to a point where when the Berlin Wall came down, they actually had a concert uh, at the site and holy crap, it was really cool. If you can find a recording of that, I believe Cyndi Lauper is in it. It's The Wigs. That's my recollection. The Wigs are in tense and amazing. First track from 1979's The Wall, this is Pink Floyd's In the Flesh.
This was a gatefold album when it was originally released, and on the second record, this was the first track from 1979. This is Pink Floyd's Hey You.
if you're familiar with the trajectory of the album, there's a trial and then the wall comes down and then the last track on the album plays. This, the last track from The Wall, is Pink Floyd's Outside the Wall. album for the night is Frank Zappa's Joe's Garage, which came out in 1979 as well. It was a three-part rock opera, and it was originally released as two separate albums, but was later re-released as a triple album box set. And the whole story is basically told from the third person, and it's about a guy named Joe, who's just an ordinary teenager in L.A., who starts a band, has unsatisfying relationships, gets sucked into bullshit religions, and falls into all kinds of sexual relationships with appliances, and ends up going to jail. Once he is released, he discovers that he's in a dystopian society where music has actually been criminalized, and he goes insane. The first track from Joe's Garage is told from the perspective of our narrator. This is Frank Zappa's The Central Scrutinizer. This is The Central Oh, yeah. 
It's worth noting that this entire album is critical of a number of things, including the music industry in the late 70s, and referenced the Iranian Revolution of 1979, Hi, which actually was in protest of a law that made music illegal. And generally speaking, the way that fads will come and go and their disposability. From the middle of the album, Act Two, this is a token of my extreme. Welcome to the first church of Apology. The one song is for loading and unloading only. Jupiter, oh it's just a token of my extreme. Don't you? Are you telling me 
I should come out of the closet now, Mr. Ron. You know my son. You must go into the closet. What? And you will have eh? hey, a lot of fun. That's where they all live. So if you want an appliance to love you, you'll have to go in there and get you one. Well, that seems simple enough. Yes, but if you want a really good one, you'll have to learn a foreign language. German, for instance. That's right. A lot of really cute ones come from over there. Fifty bucks, please. The last song on the album is not what we're going to listen to. I decided to break another rule here tonight. The last song on the album is actually Green Rosetta, but the second last song is called Watermelon and Easter Hay, and Dweezil Zappa, his son, actually said that it was his dad's best track. And... I'm inclined to agree. It's beautiful. It's sort of epic on the same level as any Pink Floyd song. So, the second last track from Joe's Garage. This is the conception of Joe playing his last imaginary song, and it's called Watermelon in Easter Hay. imaginary song. He begins to feel depressed now. 
Weasel Zappa was not wrong. And that's our show for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have you share some of your week with me. If you'd like to support the show, go to the FNPS.com. All the social media links were at the top right, including my coffee link and the show's Patreon link. Patrons get access to my scratch pad as well as early notice of bonus shows and some fun merch. Whether short-term or long-term support, your coins help me pay for hosting, streaming, and new tunes to keep the show both on the air and fresh. There is also a suggestion box on the Radio FNPS page of the site, so if you have show ideas, drop them in there. I look forward to hearing them. As always, be well and stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.